The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. show you listen to rail of sports on the voice america network i'm in phoenix living like it matters what matters to me wow i've got a couple choices as it relates to what matters to me but i think i'll go with this one what matters to me is hat to the back or hat forward I, I mean, I, I, I'm really, 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 I'm, I'm flabbergasted. I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I like to have some insight, some perspective to really hat to the back or hat forward is a deciding and determining factor in distinguishing if one is a leader of his team on the f- football field, if you will. It's expected that you're representing your team, your brand, and you, you're just, you know, setting off leadership. is just pouring out of your veins when your hat is forward. When your hat is backwards, you look like a damn fool. You're not, you're not a leader. You're not the leader of this team. You're, you don't represent my brand. You are Tony Romo. Okay, that's what matters to me. I just had to let that out because I heard that this morning and I was really tickled to death. But I really wish I had an image consultant, uh, you know, sociologist, psychologist, psychiatrist, somebody to explain something to me as it relates to football. I'm not talking about life. I'm talking about football. That how I wear my hat, my baseball cap, first of all, if you want to say what's foolish, it's a baseball cap on the football field. That's kind of foolish. Oh, let's go there. But really? You're going to judge me on my how good of a leader I am if my hat is to the back or not? That's probably that damn Wonderlink test. Damn it, we got to talk about it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've lost my mind today. It's a great day today, and I'm happy to be alive. I thank God for that. I thank God for the opportunity to be here on Voice America Sports, talking to the people all over the world. People all over the world. That was in my blood years ago. I'm from the city, the Hall of Fame city. The OJs, in case you forgot about it, said people all over the world, they were sending me a message. I got that message. That's why I'm here today, to deliver that message to you. And I, I want to talk about a lot of things that's happened. I, I think... I will give the NFL credit on a few things. They were smart enough to realize that you don't need to have football games at the end of the season that don't mean anything. You need to have people competing for playoff spaces at the end of the, at the, end of the year. 
You need people who are, you know, in the stands and on and watching television, getting their money's worth because people are competing throughout the entire game. I also want to uh, acknowledge the fact that I think the NFL took a, a, a play out of the books of college football and, and a couple of games went right down to the wire. Nothing still as exciting as that Auburn game. But there's some things going on. I got my good friend with me, I believe. I got Henry Clay with me. Henry, how you doing? Good afternoon, Honorable Sir. Uh, well, I tell you what, man, you are the gentleman of this broadcast, and so uh, my hat goes off to you. And I, I'm sorry, my hat is forward off to you, not backwards. I don't well, want to disrespect you, but um, well, that, we can we can play like we're in the hood today. Oh well, my I won't God. get offended. I, but, but Henry, here's the thing about it, and, and let's let's go there if you will. I mean, really, Henry, you've been in locker rooms for years, and and you've approached players, you know. After games, you've approached players before games, you know, uh, you know, after practices, you know, be, you maybe, you know, mingle with them maybe before practice there. You got a little early and then sometimes with a casual environment, sometimes even if you're on, the, you know, JFK, maybe on the side before practice is over, might you know, tell a joke or two with a player. But were you were you drawing an opinion of a player then and even now, Henry? If he's got his baseball cap, and first of all, the baseball cap was something that I think it was just a privileged few when they first found their way onto the sidelines that were allowed to wear them. I don't know. I don't ever recall how you got permission to even have a baseball cap on the side. But 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 when you did have the opportunity to put one on it, it appeared a lot of the times it was quarterbacks, you know, coming to the side, putting baseball caps on. Uh, first of all, let me just let me just stop in there and ask you, because Henry, I know you, you you're a seasoned veteran. You may know this. Do you recall when baseball caps became football caps? First of all, when did the baseball cap was a cap that was used in baseball for baseball and baseball players? And you had some hunting hats, but football teams didn't have their names and brands and logos on 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 hats for baseball caps, I'm going to call them, for a long time. When did that become prevalent? Do you remember when you recall seeing that on the sidelines or just seeing that period? Uh, it, got, it came about, in my recollection, in the late 70s. And the one reason why, which is, and I'm not going, I'll go in a different direction. I agree with what you said earlier. But what it is, it is just another part, another piece of the puzzle and this memorabilia, uh, jerseys and shirts and T-shirts and hats and yada, 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 which, which is, as a player, you know this, this has been one of the bones of contention for years from the Players Association on how much these owners and these teams are making sidelines with memorabilia. Yeah, and, that, and you're right about that. I, I recall, as you said, the late '70s. I was my memory is going to serve me to that uh, back to that uh, that time too as well. And I, and I remember, uh, you know, when I came into the league in the '80s, you know, it, I started seeing more and more of it. But again, you know, it was some people who would take that liberty and knew that they could. Majority of times, it was quarterbacks. But I'm just going to ask this question. You know, and, and of course, we're to this conversation is about not a fictitious person, but a real person, Jerry Jones, who made some comments because uh, he there's a gentleman who has a show on the Big Boy Network who just doesn't think that people of a certain age should wear their hat backwards. And certainly if you're in a leadership position of a corporation or of a team and any leadership position of what they would call significance, 
you should not wear your hat backwards. Now, I think we're all aware of the fact that, you know, Kangos were made to be wear, worn backwards, and I guess he doesn't like the fact that, uh, of course, uh, Samuel Jackson wears his backwards, and I think uh, uh, another great football player who my memory, again, I've had a few concussions that is not serving me right now, one of the Minnesota Vikings, he wears his, and he's an older statesman, if you will, backwards. But, man, you, you, you know, you, you're the two evils. You created the monster. You're, you're trying to generate the money for the revenue. But then you want to tell the guy how to wear the hat. And what I'm happy about this time is, is and, and, and we know that the society just is that way. I, I'm just so glad that, you know, we, whether it be a black person trying to defend a black person or, or a white person trying to defend a, a white person, you know, this is, you know, a quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, which is America's team, and Jerry Jones is saying that this person is not really representing America the way he wants America to be represented. But what the hell? What is this? What, what is this hat being worn a certain way have to do with his ability to lead your team? The hat backwards was responsible for throwing the two interceptions. No, well, that's what I was getting ready to say. Come on, Jerry Jones is. And I'll fill you in on the blanks in a second. Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys are probably getting absolutely murdered, not beaten up, murdered, on talk radio in the state of Texas. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of them good old boys wear the hat backwards. You're right. Go ahead. Your club, your former employee of the Philadelphia Eagles played the Cowboys on Monday night football. I arrived in Dallas uh, in the middle of the afternoon on Saturday, and Ricky Williams had scored, had run for only six yards, and Missouri had upset Texas, who was number one in the country. You would have thought a bomb had been dropped. That's how how upset those people were. From Friday or from Saturday afternoon, all day Sunday, and all day Monday. Nobody said a word, not one word, about the Eagles and Cowboys playing on Monday night football with first place in the NFC East on the line. A friend of mine picked me up at the hotel, and we got into that traffic, which you have sent in many times, going from uh, that hotel, where which you know all too well, but I'm not going to give him a free plug on the air. Uh... <laughs> To Texas Stadium. He had this new Pangle radio in his truck. You know, it was blasting my ears. But anyway, not one word was said about Monday Night Football. They were crucifying Ricky Williams. I'm sure those same people are calling that same state those same stations because this guy could do something, and we could get all of them like uh, Round Robin. I don't understand the technology, but that's just an old man talking. Um, Anyway, you would go from one station to the other, and it was all that. Now, that being translated to the week of December 15th, 2013, I'm sure that after the two picks, which you alluded to, those people are finding every teeny-weeny little picky thing, and somebody probably called a talk show. And buried Jerry Jones because um, Tony Romo put the hat on and sat looking very uh, disgruntled on the sidelines. 
Well, I, I, let me let me say this, Henry. I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to say I want to put it like this. I want to put it like if I'm Jerry Jones, because you can control the conversation because you're the owner of the team. Absolutely. You basically answer the questions that you choose to answer, and you answer them the way you choose to answer them as well. Now, my point is, you could have directed that conversation totally different. And I, and, and Jerry actually is the one who brought it up. Absolutely. Jerry, Jerry brought it into the conversation. And don't try, are you trying to deflect, uh, you know, the, the questions from the media that has to do with the ability of your quarterback to manage the game? I don't believe quarterbacks manage the game. I think the management of the game comes from the sideline and the coaches. And I think the, the player's job and responsibility is to execute what the manager has called. Well, this is this was the let's say this was the top of the ice cream cone. There have been some other plays throughout the season, and as you said in your opening, you talked about how the NFL has orchestrated the fact that after week fourteen, the many of the playoff spots. Hey, hey Henry, we, Henry, we have some music. We're going to talk about those playoff spots and the competition still remaining. After we come back from this break, you're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Henry Clay in the city of brotherly love. We'll be right back. to the pros we, we cover, everything. cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely disagree especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum, or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Hi, I'm Ed Krell, CEO of Destination Maternity. We proudly support the March of Dimes work to reduce the rate of premature birth. 
The numbers have gone down in the past five years, but still, nearly half a million babies are born too soon in the United States each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs to help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchofDimes.com. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Right, you hear the music, you know the show. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Speaking of network, network, I want you all to be looking out for uh, the player networking event that will happen in New York City. Obviously, the day before the Super Bowl, of course, the uh, the men, young men and older men who have uh, spent a great deal of their lives playing professional football and, and also college football uh, will uh, be uh, in New York City uh, facilitating in a um, career transition um, event of which uh, is uh, players, of course, will be there representing their brands and seeking opportunities for entrepreneur and employment and, and also internships and, uh, and just the opportunity to perhaps maybe even um, to uh, shadow individuals. And uh, even though Henry Clay did not know it, I was lurking behind him many times when he was in the locker room uh, during my years here with the Philadelphia Eagles. So, so Henry, let's, let me just say what's lurking over the Dallas Cowboys is Jerry Jones, who thinks he's a coach still. And I think Jerry identified himself one time as, he's, I, I recall in an interview, he said, well, this is Coach Jones speaking. Now, we talked about, just as we go into break, you start to go into the, the, the competition and, and the level of uh, competition still in existence in, in, in week 15, 16, and 17. Uh, you know, I think Coach Jones, being the coach that he is, I would question his coaching ability if you were going to tell me that you would prefer to talk about your quarterback having his hat on backwards than him having, you know, making some indiscretions in terms of where he delivered the football, which was into the other team's hands uh, the last couple of possessions of that football game. Now, I'm going to let you go ahead and, and, and talk about that a little bit more because you started to talk about the competition. and They're still in the competition, even yep. though he's got a quarterback that wears his hat to the back. I think, first of all, I'm going to address Jerry Jones. One year when Barry Switzer was uh, coaching the team, and you may have been on that team when they came into Philadelphia, and they could have won the game. They had a first and goal on the one. They ran the football three times and fumbled on the fourth time and didn't get in, and they lost the game. Oh, I remember that. No, I was a fan. I bought tickets for that game. I was in the stands. Okay. And then the other Jerry Jones story was, when, again, with Barry Switzer coaching the team on draft day, there were all kinds of rumors all over football that the Cowboys were going to make a major trade. Well, this is when the technology allowed them to have cameras in every war room around the National Football League. Jerry Jones is on the phone. He has phones up to each ear, and he's screaming at them. And they turned the camera on to Barry Switzer, who was sitting at a desk sound asleep. 
Wait, wait. I want you to repeat that. <laughs> Sound asleep. Please repeat that for the audience to hear that again. Okay. Jerry Jones was on the phone. He had two phones up to one in each ear. And it's obviously he's screaming at somebody. Yes. And they switched the camera over to Barry Switzer, who was sitting with his feet up on the desk, sound asleep. I, I heard you say that. Now, okay, but let, but let me that say this. you what the life is in Dallas. In, in defense of Barry Switzer, Barry did win a Super Bowl for the Dallas Cowboys. It, it, it appears that right now he has a coach that... Doesn't have a clue now. I, I would say Jason. Uh, I, I would say, I will say nice. hold on. I will say Jason Garrett to, for this. I will say this. I think his hands are tied. I think what Jason Garrett did is what what Coach Jones was not willing to do. And I'm not going to say he threw him under the bus, but he pushed Tony Romo under the bus by by acknowledging that a running play had been called. And Tony, who does have the discretion to use to 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 get out of the running play if you see something and then to call a pass to audible to a pass and and Tony but but not only did he make a mistake in audibleizing to the pass his delivery and execution was wrong because the the, the receiver did what he should do and you got to sit down when you see that you got a zone you got to sit down in that zone that receiver did not continue to run so Tony could throw the ball to his outside where the corner was who intercepted the ball anyway but not only that I believe there's a young man who happened to be on special teams though when you and you when you have yourself in a position and you don't have your head on the swivel in this case this receiver did so he knew that that corner was out there and he sat down Tony threw the ball into coverage which is Two things would have happened. Yeah. One did happen. The ball would have been intercepted or the receiver would have been killed. And so I'm just, my, my point is this. Tony Romo, Jason Garrett tried to save face for himself. He Absolutely. did He did what a coach did. He, he acknowledged because he knew the press was waiting. He acknowledged what he called. He acknowledged what should he, he expected to happen. He also acknowledged that Tony took it upon himself to do something different. Jerry chose to talk about this hat. How can you be Coach Jones and you're telling me that the way you determine who has the ability to play and not to play? I mean, what else is it? I mean, okay, let's go there now. Is it if a guy's got dreads, he can't play? If it's a guy who's got a big beard, he can't play? He can't be a leader? If it's a guy who's got earrings, he can't? I mean, what is it? Because all those guys on the football field, you have so many different personalities. What does each individual person that steps on that football field, what are they saying to Jerry Jones? Because he's obviously looking at, he don't care about if you got that cowboy uniform on. You got your hat to the back. That's saying something to him. What else is Coach Jones? Well, I, I got to understand that coaching system. Somebody needs to. I, I need some answers. I'm, I'm just. I'm befuddled. I'm telling you, he's got me. Yeah, he's well, got me. You're 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 really hitting the uh, nail on both sides with the same hammer. Um, I have no idea what went through their heads. But one, the Cowboys right now are under the microscope all over the state of Texas because the other NFL team down there is uh, a prime candidate for the number one draft choice next year. And they fired the coach, and that didn't help. So everybody is talking Cowboys football, and Jerry Jones is trying his best to uh, do anything he can to deflect 
the uh, the attention away from the fact that his team played a very bad three minutes of a football game, and it cost him the football game. And unless a miracle happens, uh, it may have cost him a division championship. Well, let's, let's talk about that because, you, I mean, early in the day, the table was set. Our, our wonderful team of the Philadelphia Eagles lost a football game. And now the Cowboys go into that game knowing – First of all, you know, we don't even want to talk about, you know, one of the best quarterbacks it ever play in the NFL is not playing against you. You've got a guy whose suitcase he never unpacks is traveling around and found himself in Green Bay and is playing against you. But you guys now, you control your own destiny. Tony, a quarterback. Now, I, I want to, I, I just want to, I do want to address the leadership qualities, the lack of, but, I, but how did you get to that? With with the hat, did he have? Did he wear a hat during? You know, he was a free agent anyway. When you signed him from the very beginning, did he have his hat on backwards? Then, I mean, really, Jerry, give us something else. You're the owner of this team. You also want to be identified as the as a coach. Give us something else besides. Ah, uh, it's starting to reveal to me his lack of leadership because he wears his hat backwards. What the hell? I, I, see, I'm stuck on that. But let, let's let's talk about our Philadelphia Eagles. Let, let's talk about our let, let, let's talk about those Philadelphia Eagles. I was a, I'm, I'm going to say I wasn't a little. I was a lot. I'm going to be I'm going to be a homer right now. I was a lot disappointed. Although the Eagles, they, I mean, they fought the Philadelphia Eagles. They they did fight, but the outcome wasn't what we anticipated. What we expected this week well, without no, an Adrian I, Peterson. If I, am I correct? Actually, no, it wasn't. But and I'm going to say that everybody. Every team cannot stay at the absolute highest level of intensity every week. They come out. They were coming in on a five-game winning streak, which means that they were absolutely at the ultimate point in their intensity level. You just can't keep anybody. I don't care whether it's little kids playing Pop Warner or the Super Bowl winner. They're going to have a letdown. I would hate to be the Chicago Bears, quite frankly, coming to Philadelphia uh, sometime Saturday afternoon. I would. I would like to say, okay, Henry. First of all, I'm going to challenge you on that. You know, I love to do that. And every now and then, it happens. We 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 we've seen, and many times. We've seen it not in the pros. Only, we've only seen it a couple times in the pros. But we've seen college teams go undefeated. We've seen high school teams go undefeated. We've even seen Pop Warner teams go undefeated. So some people have been able to form to that level for a period of time, not consistently. It's not like the dynasty continues to have five years of undefeated seasons, and it only happened once the, 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 since the, the Super Bowl. The Miami Dolphins have been the only team that's done that. But some teams have gone you know, have gotten pretty close to that. We know the England, New England Patriots have done that. Uh, we know quite a few other teams have done that. They start off real high, but you're right. They may hit a plateau, and they kind of they have that one game. But can you, I make you a, can I throw can I throw it in two words? Yes, go well, right. Actually, it's one word. Mm-hmm. The name of a uh, the name of a record company called Motown State. End of story. <laughs> well, let me just say this. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying? Are you saying Detroit? Um, talking about no, not in the city of Detroit. I'm talking about in the 
you know, what state is it? Um, Michigan. We don't want. Okay, we don't want to. We don't want to talk about that. See, that's what I'm saying because I I know that you can run into that. I, I've witnessed that myself. My 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 undefeated season came to a whole by the University of Southern California. But I guess my point is is that, and I, but I'm gonna you agree. With, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna agree with you that it, I think like you. If the Eagles are going to lose that game, lose it now because you still got two games that you control your own destiny. If you win those two, then you get a, you get a seat to the dance. Don't wait and lose that last game against the Cowboys when it counts, and then you, all of a sudden your destiny is, is also in front of you, and you're going to stay home and become a fan like everybody else. So I think the, it, uh, what I'm praying for, I really am saying this. I'm hoping the Eagles win Sunday night. And because, and uh, this is another show, another time, the Washington Redskins are are talking about an accident to waiting to happen. They are in an accident that has happened, and they just don't know about it. Um, I'm hoping that Washington, because they're fighting... Hey, Henry, uh, I always have to die. I apologize. I got to do this. But when I got music, I got to be disciplined, and I got to respond to the music. So we got to take a commercial break. You're listening to Real Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Hat to the back, sunroof top. Uh, digging the scene with, you know, that guy down there, the cowboy quarterback. We'll be right back after this message. Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga race course. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. You bet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at youbet.com may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. All right, you hear the music, you know the show. You listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And somebody's got some noise going in the background there. But I will say this, my good friend Henry Clay is still on the line with me. 
And we've been joined by an, uh, another man who's been a, a, a great fan of, of the Philadelphia team and the Philadelphia Eagles and, of course, supporting Andy Reid. But now Andy has moved on to Kansas City, and so has my man Rick has moved over to to make the Kansas City Chiefs his favorite team. And, and, and Rick, just before you came on, my, my good friend Henry Clay, who has done an outstanding job of, of, of covering the Philadelphia Eagles and all the Philadelphia sports teams for a number of years. He and I were having a discussion, and, and we were – we were kind of stuck on something, and I just want to get your opinion because we know Andy is uh, a great leader of men and a great leader himself. Uh, you know, we got this question, this concern about uh, should Jerry Jones really be concerned about the fact that Tony Romo is wearing his hat to the back, and is and is that uh, is that an acknowledgement of his lack of leadership because he wears his hat to the back? Well, I think I think it's I think it's a sign of disrespect, and you know me, uh, Ray. That that it's all about respect with me and uh, and um, and that's it in a nutshell with me. I think I think Tony's showing disrespect. I think he's showing lack of leadership. Um, and um, I'll always be a Birds fan. I was associated 14 years with him. And uh, Chris Paduzzi, the head trainer, we talk all the time. Trey Thomas and me talk all the time. Tank Hollis and me talk all the time. Trey is over there helping out. Eugene Chung is still helping out. So I'll always be a bird. Well, that, okay, and, I, and, I, and, and listen, I, I understand that, Rick, and I, I certainly appreciate that. And I, myself, is in my DNA, so I, I have no other choice. I've already said for this show today, I'm definitely going to be a homer. But I'm in defense of a young man who he's playing football. He's playing football. Now, when Tony Romo has ever been in a commercial and and I've seen Tony Romo a couple times after the game at press conferences uh Tony Romo you know I think he represents himself as a young man uh his family and even the team well I I don't think the fact that he has his hat on backwards on the sideline is he being disrespectful I mean really have we gotten to the point now where we're going to judge his ability to lead a team we can it, it, it's sending a message if his hat is turned backwards. I I just really don't get that. I mean, and, and particularly, I want to say this: he is playing football. He, he's playing football, and he's leading his team on the football field. He doesn't go out on the football field with his helmet turned backwards. So I, I just don't get that. And so I'm actually defending Tony Romo in this particular case because I really don't, I really don't see where the, the fact that he has his hat turned backwards has anything negative to say about that young man. I'm just going to stand up for him in that, in that instance. Okay. Well, you know what? It's your show, Ray, and I'm, I'm going to respect <laughs> that. But, 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 but I'm saying... Well, I'm, curi I'm, curious, I'm curious as to... Uh, I I'm curious to know you as a, as a decent human being, uh, if, if, if you've ever played sports, and I'm sure you have, uh, and you've got a baseball cap, and you wear your baseball cap backwards... What, what are you saying? What, what do you think that says? And, and tell me from your perspective. So there's other people out in the world listening to this show. Maybe they want to know what a person who sees somebody with their hat on backwards thinks about them. Because might, there might be something that needs to be corrected. We could help a lot of kids. If indeed you're going to judge them because their hat is backwards, that's, that's sending a message. And tell me what message that sends. Well, I just, I just think it, it, it's a relaxed message. It's a I don't care message. It's I'm too cool for school, as we used to say in the 70s. I'm so cool, I'm frozen. 
Uh, it's a it's a me 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 message. It's an attention getter. That hat wasn't made to be worn backwards. The people that made that hat didn't make it to be worn backwards. It was made to be worn forward. And basically, the logo of the team is on the front of the hat. So when you turn it around, you're disrespectful. I played 14 years of football. I've been a martial artist for 48 years. And I've also raised two young adults and now a granddaughter. And if my son ever walked in the house with his hat backwards, it would have got flipped off his head quicker than you can count a stick. I also go to prisons and talk to young men and try to counsel them. I also counsel kids on the street about sagging. Kids don't even know what that means, but yet they do it. In the joint, it means that they're ready for another male to approach them. Once I tell them that, Ray, those pants get up and the belt gets tightened. So it's all about respect. And, and Tony Romo, when he turns the hat around, in my opinion, he's saying, I don't care about being a cowboy anymore at this moment. I don't even want the world to see that I'm representing the Dallas Cowboys. Well, let me, let me say this to you, uh, Rick. Let me ask you a question. Uh, you said that the hat was meant to be worn forward and not be worn backwards. Uh, I thought they were baseball caps. So why why are baseball caps on football fields? Why are, why are football names and brands on baseball caps? Is that disrespectful to baseball? That we would put a football name and emblem on a baseball cap? Would we put a, a, a baseball name and emblem on a helmet? Would that be what? would that be disrespectful to baseball? I'm just saying. I think sometimes. No, 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 I, I think. Wait, no, no. if you could let me, please. I just think sometimes we're just trying to read too much into something. Let, let's, let's critique the man's football playing ability, not how he wears his hat on the sidelines. Tony Romo did not go into a, a meeting with Jerry Jones that I know of, of which Jerry requested him. And first of all, you mentioned your house, and I will say this about my parents and any other parents. You have rules in your house, and you have the right to lay those rules down, and anybody who doesn't want to abide by those rules, there's consequences to those rules. I understand that. And you can believe if there was a rule that if you wore your hat backwards, Tony Romo would not do Everybody else applies, you know, do the best they can to, you know, to stay within the rules of the game. But that's not a rule. And so why is he being chastised because he's wearing his hat backwards? I, I just don't get that. What about the guys who wear the dreads? What about the guys who wear the big beards? Uh, are we going to chastise them, too? Because you don't want a guy with a big beard or dreads in your office or on your team. I just don't. I don't get that. OK, well, the difference is. The logo, whether the hat is made for baseball or, or, or not, and I agree with you, it probably shouldn't even be on the sidelines. It should be maybe a, a regular uh, skull cap or something to keep your head warm. But if they are going to allow somebody to wear a, a, a baseball-style hat that's got your logo and you turn it around, me being an ex-middle linebacker, I'd have slapped it off any player that was on my team because basically he was telling me I'm no longer part of the group anymore. I don't want to represent what's on the front of that hat. That, that's all I'm saying. Well, again, I, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you, man. I know there's guys who will get – their socks could be down. they got guys who actually on the sidelines that if your socks are down, you get fined a couple hundred dollars. I, I'm just saying, again, been there, done that. I think they take a little bit too far. There are guys who would wear, I know guys that would wear four pairs of socks, 
you know, if they had the ability, they would wear four pairs of socks and, and, and they would pull them up. But the fact that you're covering up a brand, a shield, a mark, you can't do that. I understand the uniform and, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the whole purpose is about money. Tony's not trying to stop them from making money because he gets paid that same money that they he gets a piece of that money. So I, all I'm asking is that coach, if Jerry's going to question, you know, his quarterback's ability, let's talk about Tony. Did you see that cornerback sitting out there? And do you understand why the receiver sat down? Not that he's he's got a hat on and, and that demonstrates a lack of leadership or, or, or a lack of intelligence. You know, he, he can't, he's not learning the playbook. He checked out of something when he should have stayed in it. That's all I want to say. Let, let's move on, if you will. Your Kansas City Chiefs, tell me about it. You're feeling good about them? We talked about the Philadelphia Eagles, and, of course, Henry, I think, is still with us. He thinks the Philadelphia Eagles had a loss at the right time. What do you think about the Kansas City Chiefs and the way they perform? Outstanding game by, uh, by Charles, one of the greatest games ever played by a single individual. I think he had four or five touchdowns, if not more. Uh, how, how are you feeling about them at this time? They've already had a couple of losses. Uh, you think they're peaking at the right time? Well, I think it was great play calling on, on, on the fact of Andy. The run game got shut down. He had 20 yards rushing, one touchdown. But then he received the ball for 195 yards and four touchdowns with a total of five touchdowns. I think, I think the defense at times played well. It did give up that 21 points in a row. They kind of let up a little bit, as you know. Uh, that's what happens sometimes to defenses. They get a big lead. They get a little bit lethargic. They get let down. That momentum changes. I think we're in great shape. I'm sorry I didn't call in the last few weeks with the loss because I wanted to because I, I think the loss up in Denver was one thing. The San Diego thing has proven to be when Rivers is on with Antonio Gates, he can beat anybody because he went ahead and beat Denver up in Mile High. The second loss to Denver at home at Arrowhead, I believe that was all ours, and it was just, uh, you know what, it's the way it bounces. That's how the NFL bounces. But I, I like our chances at 11-3. and um, I'm hoping that Denver slips up a little bit. We continue to get an Indy this week, and uh, I'll be with the club in San Diego, of course, uh, for the last game uh, of the year, and uh, I'll get a chance to, uh, you know, put my arms around Andy and the rest of the guys that are over there. But I'm in constant contact with the Philadelphia Eagles. I was glad to see Shady have that big game against Detroit at the Snow Bowl. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, I don't think there's ever a right or wrong time to lose, but I, I probably agree with your partner there. If you're going to lose it, lose it, you know, now rather than later. Uh, but I, I know darn well they got to win out, in my opinion, if, if they're going to get in the, you know, opportunity to play in that playoff. So. Well, uh, I'm, I'm going I'm to switch it over to Henry. Henry, uh, of course, I'm sure you're keeping an eye out because of the fact that there's some, uh, at least a, a, a amount of admiration because Andy Reid came to Philadelphia and did a, 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 a good job, a, a very, very good job, as a matter well, of fact. He's still very welcome here. And um, can Rick hear me? Yes, he sure yes, can. Yes. Hi, Mel. Uh, Rick, if you run into a guy by the name of Bob Gretz with the uh, Kansas City Chief Broadcast Team, tell him I said hello. We worked together before. I'll let Bob know over in San Diego when I see him. I'll let him know you said hello. I appreciate that. Okay, so uh, I think I've got about a, a minute, and I'm going to have to take a break here. So, so what we're going to do is we're probably going to take that break earlier. We're going to we're going to come back, and they've got a power ranking now, and we're, we're going to see you know if these two gentlemen on the phone agree with this power ranking. I'm not sure I agree with the power ranking, but there are some things in there which. Uh, 
we might want to change that order. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. We'll be right back after this message. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. You may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Music, you know what show you're listening to. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. And, of course, I appreciate the fact that I have uh, my good friends on with me. I got Rick, who's been a, 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 a friend and a fan of the show. And uh, I certainly appreciate that. And, 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 and an avid uh, and supportive fan of uh, uh, Andy Reid and, of course, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. And now he's supporting those Kansas City Chiefs, Henry Clay. Uh, a man I'd like to say I, I thank him every day and every time I can for assisting me here as I pursue uh, a profession that is a, uh, it is a labor of love and not a job. So uh, they've got a power ranking out there, guys. And I know, uh, you know, Rick is, uh, is w- pretty much vested into this guy. You know, he's supporting those Kansas City Chiefs. And, and Henry's got a vested interest in this as well because he's out there spending some time uh, with something that he loves to do, and that's covering the Philadelphia Eagles. And, and one particular uh, power ranking that I'm looking at out there, uh, and I, I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, at the top of it, they've got, of course, a team that I think most people might agree with, uh, but it's when all said and done, they still got to show up, and that's the Seattle Seahawks. Number two, they got Denver Broncos, San Francisco 49ers at, at three, Carolina Panthers, New Orleans Saints at four and five, Kansas City Chiefs at six, uh, New England Patriots at seven, Arizona Cardinals eight, number nine, the Kansas City Chiefs, and ten, 
This one has the Chicago Bears and 11 out of the Philadelphia Eagles. I've seen that reversed a couple times. I've seen the Eagles at 10 uh, to make it into the top 10. Uh, Henry, I'm going to ask you, and then I'm going to ask Rick to chime in on that. You At the top, you got the, uh, let's say the top three there. It looks like, uh, you know, the NFC is at the top of there. You got the Seattle Seahawks, and then at number two, you got a couple of AFC teams there. You got the Denver Broncos, and, and uh, I'm sorry, you got, at number two, you got an AFC team, the Denver Broncos, and then at number three, you got another NFC team, the San Francisco 49ers. How do you like those top three teams? You, 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 Absolutely. I like them exactly where they are. Seattle is just incredible to watch. I mean, they just make you sit down and say, they're playing football like I've never seen it before, and they are. They're doing very well. And in fact, I picked on a uh, a, pro, uh, a program the other day. I picked the Seahawks to face the uh, Denver Broncos in uh, up up the road about eighty miles from where we're sitting. Oh, there you go. And that that that'd be very interesting if that were to happen, because of course. Uh, it would be a cold climate, and uh, of course we know what they say about uh, cold climates. And of course, the Denver quarterback Peyton Manning, uh, and and Seattle. I don't know if they're going to welcome that that cold either. But let, let let me move on. If I go over to Rick, and Rick, you got a couple uh, teams that are round that out. You got Carolina at five. You got the Saints at six, and then you got your. I mean, the, you got Carolina at four, the Saints at five, and your Kansas City Chiefs at six. You like that ranking, or you want to change that up a little bit? No, I'd have to agree with Henry. Uh... The top six, I think, are in the exact order which they want uh, should be. I think Seattle, I just thank God that we're out of the NFC this year, the way that Seattle's playing, because I think we got a better shot of getting to that show against them than we would have if we had to uh, battle that NFC again. I think Seattle by far is the best team in the league. I don't think there's uh, a doubt about it. I think everybody else is a step or two below them. But I also know just as I, I've seen and been around, like Andy says, the only difference between a one and a two is an injury. So all, all it would take is something, Russell Wilson or, 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 or one, of, one of those offensive linemen or, or Marshawn Lynch, who I used to follow all the time in college. I mean, all it would take is something like that to happen. But, but by far, the only difference between me and Henry is I think it's going to be KC against Seattle. But I am a little partial, Henry, uh, on that one. Well, let me just say this, Rick. I, you know, I, I want to disagree with Andy a little bit on that one because I, you know, I think what happens when that injury occurs, that, that's an opportunity for a person to step up. And we've seen some great quarterbacks step up. If I'm not mistaken, I think the great Tom Brady is a result of an injury happened to somebody. And not only that, uh, myself and, and quite a few other players, that injury, you know, creates an opportunity for somebody. And you better do the best you possibly can when that injury happens. Let me just also say this, guys. Uh, you know, you, you, if you really look at that, I mean, New England is down there at seven. Uh, do you guys think, uh, it, you know, I, I just know that Tom Brady happens. Tom Brady kind of plays football this year in particular. He's been playing football a little bit the way Tiger Woods was playing golf years ago. And you just knew that if, if, if it wasn't over and Tiger was lurking in the back that he was going to come out, he was going to grab you, and next thing you know, he was going to win that game. You don't see New England somehow finding their way in, into the picture, even if it's the AFC Championship game. Do you see them, Rick, maybe perhaps maybe coming in a, a lot you know, closer to, to, to number one or, or number two than they are at, at seven? I just, don't, I, I just don't think they've got the consistency. I don't think with Aaron Hernandez uh, off that team now and Grunk kind of fighting that injury, I don't think he's got that tight end to go to like he's used to. 
I don't think they're as consistent on special teams as they always were. They were dominating. I just don't think they're as consistent. I think Tom Brady's as good as he's ever been. But I think as a whole, I don't think the team is as consistent. And that's why I, I, wherever they're at in that power ranking, where seven, eight, wherever they're at, I think that's where they belong. Yeah, you know, uh, it's interesting that, you know, you can, that can happen where a person can get injured or somebody can step up, but I, I might concede that too many injuries, uh, at times might be too great of a hurdle for you to, to, to get over and, and perhaps maybe that could have a, a lasting effect on, on that team's ability to continue to win games, uh, after mm-hmm. a while that, that certainly is there. I'll tell you a team that I, that I'm, I'm looking at and, and even though, uh, you know, they haven't, performed as well as I, I was hoping they would this year, uh, and they played a game last night, uh, I, I still think that those Baltimore Ravens, they, had, they, they got some weapons there. And on offense, uh, they still got Ray Rice in the backfield. Uh, they still got uh, the big fella throwing the ball. They got, some, they got some receivers there. So I'm not sure that the, we can count the Ravens out, even though they, they need some things to happen for them to even get into the playoffs. I, they, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they found their way, uh, you know, someplace with a seat at the dance. Anybody think the Ravens will make it into the playoffs, Henry? Oh, they'll make it. There's no question they'll make it. But I agree with Rick in this point. When you get into at this point in the year, with the teams has the problems that New England has, it, somebody's going to go out and have their Super Bowl, not the Super Bowl game against New England. And that will send them home. Well, you know what's what's interesting about that, and and again, Henry, I'm sorry, I, I was I was referencing the Baltimore Ravens, but I certainly agree. When you play Tom Brady, you got to play your best game at all time. When you play Bill Belichick, you got to play your best game. You know, and and it's one of those things. Whereas you know, you're happy to beat it. it it's a, it could be a Super Bowl victory for you because you feel like you've beaten somebody who's won a couple of Super Bowls. So. Uh, yeah, there may be some people who may be ready for those uh, those New England Patriots, but but certainly those Ravens. Let me ask you guys something. I'm, I'm hearing people say things up in New York uh, about Eli Manning that it really disturbs me. Uh, do, do you guys really think that they would ever consider doing something with Eli in New York, or has Eli got another year or two before they think about any changes up there? Henry, Gone. Henry, gone. Oh wow. Just, just like that, one word. That's gone. Okay, yep. <laughs> Rick, is it? You got one word for him too. Should have been gone. Oh, I'll accept that. We'll go ahead and combine that. We'll put that in the dictionary as one word. But I mean, really, I want, I want to comment on the Baltimore. As soon as the game was over, I actually called John and I said, "Let me tell you something, John. You had a chance at fourth and seven. You made that decision to call that timeout." Your, your field goal kicker is one of the best in the game. He's hit five in that game. He hit a 70-yarder in the pregame. I said, John, it was one of the greatest calls I've ever seen in all my life for you to put that on that man at that time. What was your feelings? And he said, just like you said, I went with my gut. And let me tell you, it was, the, it was not the, it was, it, it had to be one of the gutsiest calls. And I'll tell you, I was, I was in a sports bar full of nothing but Detroit fans that were screaming, and they went dead silent. I looked up, and I screamed as loud as I could, and I immediately called John, and he answered, and I told him it was the greatest call 
because fourth and seven, I don't think we would have made it, but a 61-yarder was in that guy's range. That was one of the greatest victories I'd ever seen. Well, I'll just say this. He's a kicker, and he better have made that kick, <laughs> you know, because if he didn't make that kick, he had some teammates that were going to come after him. No, that was a great kick. It's one of the longest kicks in history. But I'll just say this. Should have never been in a position to make the kick. We got a quarterback that, again, makes a decision to do what? To throw interceptions. And you can't have $72 million guys, guaranteed money or whatever it is, making those kind of decisions. Hey, guys, thanks for joining the show. We've had a great time, a lot of fun. I'll see you you, next week. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, Henry. Thanks, Rick. You're listening to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Thank you for spending this hour with Ray Ellis Sports. We hope that you've enjoyed today's conversation. For more information and to write Ray, visit RayEllisSports.com. That's RayEllisSports.com. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.